Global business news 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app, and on your radio. This is a Bloomberg Business Flash. From Bloomberg World Headquarters, I'm Catherine Cowdery. Most stocks are declining. The Dow is drifting between gains and losses. Amazon's $13.7 billion deal for Whole Foods Market is sending food retailers, producers, and distributors sharply lower. Amazon and Whole Foods are both climbing. Energy companies are gaining as the price of oil moves higher, and smaller companies are also down today. Data today renew concerns about the economy. Reports on the housing industry and consumer sentiment were weaker than anticipated. We check the markets every 15 minutes throughout the trading day. Dow Industrial Average currently up five points at 21,364. S&P 500 down three, a tenth of a percent at 24.29. The Nasdaq is down 14 points, a quarter percent, trading at 61.51. West Texas Intermediate Crude Oil up 28 cents a barrel, two-thirds of a percent to 44.72. Spot Gold up $1.40 an ounce at 12.56 even. Ten-year Treasury up 3.30 seconds with a yield of 2.1531. That's the Bloomberg Business Flash. Now over to you, Carol and Thank you very much, Catherine Cowder. You are listening to Bloomberg Markets on Bloomberg Radio. We are definitely living in a war, a cyber war, and a world of digital heists and daily cyber attacks. And that certainly presents uh, some investment opportunities. We want to talk about that and more. Vinny Catalano is with us, back with us, president and global macro strategist at Blue Marble Research, also member, uh, managing member, I should say, of Adriatic Capital Partners in our Bloomberg 1130 studio. He also brought along General Michael Hayden, former director of the NSA, current principal at the Chertoff Group, and uh, General Hayden joining us uh, on the phone from Washington. Vinny, uh, General Hayden, great to have you both with us. Vinny, there, there isn't a day that goes by where we don't talk about some problems in the cyber world. Absolutely. And it's something that I think investors really need to have a better appreciation of, not only from the point of view of making investments within the space, but also looking at it in terms of the larger context. What does it mean in terms of uh, geopolitical issues, economic issues, etc.? And I'm sure General Hayden, who... Uh, uh, is uh, orders of magnitude more knowledgeable on this than I am can uh, can really uh, help illuminate a lot of the issues here. General Hayden, that was a setup. That was that's, <laughs> a, that's as soft as the ball is going to get. I was... <laughs> no, Vinny's Vinny, Vinny got it just right. There, 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 there are two dynamics here. Number one, American business, American enterprise, needs to get this as real and potential victim. They've got to understand that what Vinny just laid out should not be viewed through the lens of a subtraction from the bottom line, but is absolutely integral to the top line in their own defense. So that's one. The the second major point is that American enterprise needs to look upon this as a tremendous opportunity. Um, We're accustomed to our government defending us in physical space. That's why we have police forces and armies and navies. And and, and the government's going to do its best in the cyber domain as well. But it's not going to be as good there as we have expected it to be in the physical domains. And so there's a lot of space there, literally, for individual responsibility. That's one. And secondly, for enterprise opportunity to go and provide for us security in the cyber domain that we've actually come to expect the government should provide to us in the physical domains. And so on both ends, there should be an awful lot of energy in American business. 
What should be the government role? We've certainly had guests come on and say, you know, we need to have some kind of standards or the government getting involved in creating kind of an overarching shield for everyone. Because right now what you've got is you've got individual firms kind of chasing after uh, their own system, spending an awful lot of money to create uh, and make sure that their networks are secure. Right. And th- this is a wicked problem. Um, so I'm, I'm talking to you from my home in northern Virginia, and if I can't sleep tonight and I look out the front door and I see a Fairfax County police car coming by, slowing down and putting a spotlight on my shrubs, my instinct, and I think most of your listeners' instinct would be, I like that. That's my tax dollars at work. Now, I invite anyone listening to this to imagine what that looks like in the digital domain for your home network, and there's no one raising their hand saying, Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. But because, so for our privacy concerns, we're going to push back against the government getting too active, too powerful a presence in, in, our digital, in our digital space. It's not because the government doesn't have talent, not because the government's not well-intentioned, but it's just not going to be as responsive there. And, and so in that sense, there are some things only government can do. I, I get that. But there are a whole bunch of other things that we have to do ourselves. Ash Carter, former Secretary of Defense, went out to Stanford a couple years ago, not long ago, and gave the Department of Defense vision for cyber strategy. And he said there are some high-end attacks that only the government can handle. Anything below that that's really serious, maybe the Department of Homeland Security can help you. And below that, you got to do it on your own. I think that's actually a realistic view of what folks have to do. Uh, uh, It makes perfect sense to me, obviously, that um, I think for investors to understand the larger context issues here, because it it is not only the individual investments that I mentioned before, but also this is is a theme, this is a thematic issue. Cyber is a thematic issue, cybersecurity is, and it transcends the cyber world and the physical world, and when investors are making investment decisions and you have issues that fall in the category of what I like to call hard to quantify, mm-hmm. well, then how do you bring them into the equation of determining what an appropriate valuation level is uh, for making investments um, in any area? This transcends and cuts across uh, industry sectors uh, and economies all throughout the world. General Hayden, I wonder, you know, uh, We've, of course, we want the government, we want the best of the NSA and, and the likes to be protecting us as as business people and as individuals. Um, but at the same time, we had this recent incident where you had a series of hacking tools that the NSA had figured out, uh, yeah. and those and those exploits uh, got leaked out online and, and were used uh, in some attacks subsequent to that. Right. And it was a case of the NSA do, doing what sounds like the opposite of instead of alerting us to problems and, and, and holes in software and exploits, a, a potential in the software, they were sort of hoarding them and using them for their own purposes. Yeah, great question, and thanks for the opportunity. That's called the equities debate inside of NSA. NSA is responsible, as you suggest, for both offense, you know, going out there and learning things to keep us safe, and defense, stopping other nations from taking our secrets away from us. And when NSA comes across a vulnerability, it's got to make a decision. Is America a safer place if I decide to keep that secret and exploit it? Or is America a safer place if I decide to make that public and tell the manufacturer or the service provider to fix it. And that's a, that's a hard decision. 
But, but, but I will tell you, as time goes on, because, because frankly, we're making decisions now about vulnerabilities in commonly used platforms, in Windows, commonly yeah. used devices, that, that as time goes on, NSA is trending more and more in the direction of let people know, let them patch. Keith Alexander, who succeeded me at NSA, but he's been gone for about three years now. Keith, after this last round that, that you just brought up, Keith said that well over 90% of the equities decisions now are made in the direction of make it public, let people defend themselves. And, and so that's the question. Now, keep in mind, right. what you've got on both ends of the scale are American security. It's just the question as to which better serves American security. General Hayden, just got about 30 seconds left here. I just, I'd love to get you to weigh in on Russia's hacking of the 2016 U.S. elections. Is it an act of war in your view? And again, just about 25 seconds here. Very quickly. The stealing of the data is not an act of war. In fact, it's honorable state espionage. Uh, governments do that all the time against one another. What made it different was the Russians weaponized the information and began to affect American political processes. I would not call it an act of war, but it was certainly unfriendly. Great discussion. We would love for you to come back because uh, I think there's a heck of a lot more to talk about uh, this uh, and certainly this subject. Uh, General Michael Hayden, former director of the NSA, current principal at the Chertoff Group in Washington. Vinny, thank you. Vinny Catalano, president, global macro strategist at Blue Marble Research, managing member of Adriatic Capital Partners right here in our Bloomberg 1130 studio. This is Bloomberg Radio.